0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Progressive Overload Podcast. Have you ever thought about strengthening multiple areas of your life at the same time? Then you've come to the right place. Our goal is to help you identify ways that you might need a progressive overload to break through those plateaus and keep you growing.
1: Welcome to the Progressive Overload Podcast, everyone. We are glad that you are here today. Um, Glad to be here with Tyson Burwell. Yes, sir. Joe Copeland. What's up? And I'm Adam Lazarene one of your co-hosts and we are looking forward to today's episode and what is coming up. Um it's New Year. Yeah. It's a new year, right? That's right. It is. Happy New Year guys. Happy New Year. And um things about New Year is always exciting because you it kind of lends itself to new. Mm-hmm. <laughs> new. It's in the it's in the phrase. Right, so right. you have to talk about new things. Um but here's the truth of the matter as we just jump right in. It's the same old things that are keeping you from getting your new ways. (laughs) Yeah, is that right? Shots fired. fired. Oh, oh, come on. That's fantastic. I got
0: sound effects, guys. Here we go. Get ready. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, we'll try to less is more, Joe, with sound effects. I know. I'm going to try not to be too trigger happy with it. True. But I got got sound effects for cuss words, for for applauses, for like, somebody tells a joke. Oh, man. If you hate that, just write us in and let us know. Joe, stop trying to do stuff like that. And I will.
2: This is where your Patreon dollars go.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Congratulations. This this app was free. (laughs) All right. Good. Good. Um, Well, good deal. I'm glad to be here with you guys today. Let's jump right in. Um, One of the things that is hardest about fitness and hardest about um, most people's weight loss journey is to have somebody walk in and tell them something that they don't want to hear. Am I wrong? (laughs) Um, You're not wrong. The
2: hard hard pill to swallow. That's right. Um, For
1: somebody to walk up and go... um, you weigh what you weigh because of the choices you make. Yep. <laughs> and that's about the nicest way I could possibly say that. Yeah. Um, and I don't know. I don't know that I've ever been told that. Uh, you know, I mean, not in my weight loss sure. or not for, not about my health. Yeah. I've been told that in other ways, you know, yeah. you're dealing with this because of a decision that you made mm-hmm. kind right, of a deal. Right. And uh, I tell my children that it's uh, kind of one of those things where you mm-hmm. made your bed, you can lay in it kind of moments. Yeah. Right. Um, but I don't know that I tell, I've been told that a whole lot in my life. So I've, what told, about myself, you guys? I've
0: told myself that a lot, but I know, Okay. well, actually I probably have told people that before. Yeah. yeah. Cause sometimes with my clients, you just kind of have to tell them the truth and, mm-hmm. and not beat around the bush too much. And sometimes the hard truth is what they need to hear. Yeah. Um, a lot of times that's what provokes change and that's kind of what our goal today is yeah. is to provoke, provoke change.
2: Yeah, exactly. So, so often we try to tiptoe around the the main problem or the elephant in the room, but at the end of the day, the hard conversation has to be had, you know, and you didn't end this, end up this way overnight. It's not like you woke up. I mean, literally where you are today has been small decisions being made every single day over and over again, what you're putting in your body, how often are you moving? And the, the way to fix it is the opposite of that. It's a lot of correct decisions. Over and over again, right. every single day. Yeah,
1: right. and so I remember back uh, as a, when I was a trainer, and I'd kind of got letting my let my body go a little bit. You know, mm-hmm. I just was around a lot of athletic people and uh, athletes, and I was like, "Nah, I don't want to be like them." You were fit uh, by proxy. <laughs> yeah, and it didn't really work out so well. But I remember getting back into a little bit of fitness, and I had done state like the bleachers. I'd gone into the stadium and done bleachers, and done mm-hmm. a whole bunch of stuff. And the next day uh, I was in the cold whirlpool and my head trainer walked in and he goes, what happened to you? (laughs) I said, (laughs) bleachers will do that. And he said, they didn't build Rome in a day. (laughs) They didn't build Rome in a day. that's right. And so I remember that always. Um, This is a hard dynamic for me to,
0: um, a hard line for me to kind of go between with my clients. Because obviously I have somebody who's coming to me to pay me to help them. Like they're giving me money. And they're my customers, my clients. It's really hard to cross that line and, and just say, "Hey, you're you're jacked up in your head for what for everything that you're going through." Like I've I've had conversations with people. who I've tried to, "Hey, we really need to add about a hundred hundred more calories a day," and that just freaks them out. I mean, mm-hmm. there's there's a lot of hard conversations that I have to have with people. Like if you keep going down this road, you're going to lose hair. You're go- your nails are going to thin. You're going, you're going to have zero libido. Like it's, uh, anyways, well, they take it too sc- far the other way then is. what. You're <laughs> yeah,
2: yeah. Yeah. Sometimes. They, yeah. I don't know. You know, um, like our number one here, the the magic pill you're searching for, it, it's not magic. It's, it's hard work. Right, right. Right. And sometimes, sometimes like what you're saying is you'll be talking with somebody and they, they have it too far the other direction where, yeah. where now they, they quit eating completely, mm-hmm. you know? And I know we've talked about that with your relationship with food and that right. kind of thing. Right. And, yeah. But
1: see, why is it so difficult? Because we can put so much energy into being wrong, <laughs> mm-hmm. you know, and, and doing something the wrong way, but we right. won't turn around right. and put the same amount of energy into doing it the right way. I don't understand the dynamic. Is yeah. that just because we need to pay somebody to tell us the hard things? Yeah. yeah. And, and, I go back to like what I do in the church. It is so much easier for me to pay a consultant to come in and talk to the people of the church and go, "This is what's wrong," and "This is what I see," sure, and "This is," and then it is for me to do that inside of the organization. Right, I get that. Yeah, sometimes, I don't know. Um would you would you think
2: that sometimes it's easier to hear it from somebody else, you know, or if or they need to hear it from somebody okay, else?
1: Okay, so I I think there's some truth to that. Sometimes you need to hear it from a person that loves you and cares about you, mm-hmm. and sometimes you just need to hear it period. Right. And yeah. so you have to weigh those things out, mm-hmm. you know, and hopefully if you if you care enough about yourself and in the church world if you care enough about the church and, you know, growing the body of Christ, then you're going to hear that and receive it in a way that doesn't matter who it comes from. Sure, right. uh, it may sting a little bit less if you know that person loves you. Yeah, it may sting more, and it may impact you more if it comes from a person that you don't know. Yeah, and you go, well, that guy's just off his rocker, but he might be right. Right, you know, he might be onto something if you just listen. Right. And so. Well, uh, sorry, No, go ahead. if
0: if you listen to this, if you're listening to what we're about to say and, and you feel offended in any sort of way, just know that that's not our intention. Uh, we're just trying to tell you the hard truths, um, something that that, uh, you know, we don't we may not know you personally, but you support us. We love you. We want the best for you. Um, and and uh, I don't know. Um, my that's favorite it. my favorite point is the one you just said, the magic pill you were searching for is in the hard work you are avoiding. Uh, that's mm-hmm. one of my favorite quotes of all time. Dr. Lane Norton said that, and it uh, struck a chord to me because how many, how many times are are we looking for just that quick-fix magic pill thing? And that's what, that's what runs the fitness industry is those quick-fix magic pills. definitely runs
1: the supplement injury. Oh, uh, for sure. In, industry. Yeah. Industry, yeah. yeah. Industry. So, Tyson, how about you as a person that you people pay you money mm-hmm. for you to tell them exactly what they need to do? Sure much like Joe does um and you might be able to tell them how much harder is it for you or easier for you because of what you do i would say that's a good question i'm going to say it makes it easier
2: sometimes and and the reason is because we we have a focused task with fighting and because with with martial arts typically it's pretty obvious if you need work somewhere right. because or you're losing yeah you're getting you know you're getting your butt kicked every day it's like okay so Let's say um, if it's if it's in the the striking aspect of it, maybe most of the time, all it really comes down to is time and time on the mats, time time in the room doing the the thing that we're there to do, um, and they don't, you know, sometimes they get offended with that too, and you you have to you have to be careful because you don't want you don't want to run off, you know, right. you don't want to hurt anybody's feelings yeah. and run them off. At the same yeah. time, it's like, hey man, you're not ready to spar, right? You're, right, yeah. You're getting your you're getting you You're flinching too much when I throw a jab, you're not yeah. putting your block up like we need to we need to drill some more before we can step up and go to the next level.
0: I've lost clients from telling them the truth before mm-hmm. I mean and it's just part of it
1: uh, okay, they just didn't want to hear it so um what are some of those things that you might have said? okay, can we go there um, that loses a client for you
0: um so this one specifically that's coming to my mind is uh one that came to me expecting. Uh, to lose a lot of weight really 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 fast, to be doing tons and tons of cardio, um, y'all know my stance on that. Um, and so what we were doing was strength training mostly for her first uh, couple months, and she was getting really really strong. She was getting uh, much better form in all of her lifts. She was becoming more mobile, but the weight just wasn't changing as much as she had wanted it to. And so <clears throat> um, I had you know of course we were talking about nutrition and and things that she needed to be doing, but we were friends on Facebook and every time I, I hopped on Facebook, I saw that she, uh, was buying pies from Sally down the road and she was, uh, uh, you know, uh, sharing, oh, I just made this recipe and it's, uh, you know, some sort of thing. And, and, and so she came in, she's, I, I want to start running more. And I'm like, that's not the problem. And, And, and I pointed out to her, I've seen this week, all these different times that you have bought these meals from somebody on, on, on Facebook mm-hmm. and, and, mm-hmm. uh, I haven't seen her since then. Yeah. Well, and I go. hope this doesn't go back to her.
2: Well, uh, right. come on for yeah. the, for the most part. I mean, and I guess we need to say this too, other than your story just now, we don't have anybody in mind while we're talking about all this kind of stuff. Right. You know, for, you know, right. But, um, you asked him a specific question. So that was a little, <laughs> <laughs> no, that was my fault. No, but, don't, no, that's fine.
1: But see, that's the thing is, even in sharing it as something that was hard to share and truthful, it right. still is even we don't even want to do that. Yeah. Right, and so that, I think that's some of the mindset that we're fighting. Mm-hmm. Is you know we want to be, I don't know, it's the nice guy syndrome. Yeah, is that sure. a, is that a? Oh yeah, I, I struggle even, with that big time. I don't even know how to say that because I'm, I'm going to be very tactful in every word that that comes out of my mouth, mm-hmm. especially to you know people that I don't know that well. Right. Even to people that I do know well, yeah. it's going to come out, just because I have trained myself and worked very hard and crafted that material so to a way in such a way that people can hear it and receive it and then give me feedback. Right. And so there's a loop there that we're looking for. I think, and that's hard because somebody that is coming to a that place in their fitness journey, they may not want to hear it. And the the feedback that's coming back is going to be critical of you instead of self-reflective, mm-hmm. right. and so it's going to be one of those weird dichotomies that you have to fight. Right. I don't even know what to how to get us from that to the next point, but I'm well, gonna that's try. Okay.
2: Before you move on, though, like yeah. like one one issue I th- I think your your relationship with your with your clients that's also how you make your living. Yeah. So you're not trying to run them off. Exactly right. Even though at the same time, and and then with you. You know, the people that come to your church, that's how you make your living. You know, I know it's a lot more than that. But my point is, is trying to toe that line where you're not, you're not viewed as someone trying to tear somebody down, but at the same time, they need to hear it. That's a
1: hard thing to do sometimes. Mm -hmm. Well, so for me, it's actually a little bit different Mm -hmm. because my job is not to convict people. Mm -hmm. That's not the job of the pastor. No. Um, If the material that I give or that that I teach or present on a Sunday morning or Wednesday night or whenever it is, mm-hmm. if that material convicts someone, that's not, that was not my job, right. right? The conviction comes from the Holy Spirit, not from me. And so in that sense, my job is very simple. Mm-hmm. Um, in the other way, <laughs> once people have a conviction about something, then it becomes more difficult Right. because then you have to try to walk with them through, okay, what is that? Are they willing to share it? Are they willing to be honest about it? Right. You know, and then how do you scripturally approach whatever that problem is or that issue is sure. and yeah. so it's kind of a a weird thing because it's really easy on the front end, but it's harder and as it goes yeah, yeah,
0: that I get makes that sense that's good though um number two is uh this is one of my favorite ones, and probably one that that strikes the the biggest chord with me um is <clears throat> being comfortable is killing you um so what does that what does that go in y'all's brain when I say being comfortable?
2: Not getting up, not moving. Um, yeah. So many people. How how often do you hear? Oh, I'm going to come to the gym eventually. Uh-uh. I'll start. I'll start at the beginning of the year. Right. I'll start right. after my birthday. I'll start after whenever I'm, I'm not busy with school. Right. You have all these hurdles that you put yourself up, and you're putting barriers in between. Yeah. Yourself and having to actually overcome and do something.
1: Right. Yeah. I think of the word insanity. Insanity. Yes. Yeah. And doing the same things over and over and expecting different mm-hmm. results. Mm-hmm. That's insanity. Yeah. Sure. And so that comfort is doing the same thing over and over and over and right. expecting it to be different on the back end when it's not going to be different. Right. And so it's just, you know, whether it's your eating, whether it's my, you know, desire to get up and come to the gym or whether mm-hmm. no, it doesn't matter what the the what is. It's just that it's the same thing over and over. Right. And I see what those results are, but I'm going to do the same thing and then expect different results. That's insane. Exactly. Yeah. So like
0: a- for the better part of 2020 and 21 being comfortable is what got me down the road of gaining weight and being just so depressed and just so stagnant in every area of my life was I just, I was scared to get out of my comfort zone and make changes. And so that's, that was the the biggest thing in my <clears throat> personal story this year is getting out of my comfort zone. I never thought I would be the one that would video myself working out. Uh, And I was doing, I mean, it's just crazy to me that that's me, Um, that I, knowing myself, who I was then, is comfortable with videoing themselves on Instagram right now. And and being comfortable, you know, even I work in a gym, I manage the gym, I was, there was a long time that I did not, there was probably a year's time that I did not work out in that gym once. Mm -hmm. I would work out in other gyms, but I was too, Scared and, and self conscious to work out in that gym because of what the member I was afraid for the members to see me that uh, oh look the fat boy's finally working out and I was oh I was so scared of maybe Tyson making a comment oh it's about time you get in here or something like that and so and I would have yes and he would have <laughs> yes I was so I was reasonable in that scared in that uh, fear no um, now let me commend you
2: because it's the opposite too I would, I definitely would have, I definitely would have jabbed at you, but also, (laughs) man, I think it's awesome that I see you on your lunch break, go in there and get an hour's workout in three, four times a week.
0: Yeah, for sure.
2: And and I think the other members see that too. Like, oh yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. The guy that I'm paying also clearly does this too. I see him doing it. Right. Yeah. Yeah.
0: And it just took a long time for me to just finally flip that switch and just say, screw it. I'm ready to get uncomfortable. I'm ready to talk on a podcast and talk about my journey and, and all my faults and and how hopefully um, the story can resonate with somebody else and cha- help them get out of their comfort zone this year.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, so your own comfort was killing you, and the soundtracks were that were playing in your brain were killing you as well. Absolutely, yeah. And it was stuck on one piece of the record. Yep. And so, uh, I don't know, he, Joe probably doesn't know what a record player is. Yeah, probably not.
0: He's the young one.
1: Yeah, but we know how you are with being... Oh, uh, with
0: references? <laughs>
2: <laughs> no, you know, it's funny, though. You're talking about... Uh, comfort levels with even even while still working out that's the funny thing and I found myself kind of doing the same thing where you get comfortable with a certain lifting style or like yeah I'm still lifting three times a week I'm still pushing it and right. I lie to myself saying like yeah I'm really trying to overcome and, and uh, progressively overload my mo- my yeah. body and everything else yeah. but I wasn't yeah I, it was enough just to be at the gym three times a week but I wasn't I wasn't actually pushing myself when I was exactly there. I'd be there talking with the guys you know right. and then uh you know 30 only i out of the hour only actually lifted 30 of them, you know, 30 minutes of it.
1: Yep. That's where I'm at right now. (laughs) That's my, that is my story at the moment. So I'm just comfortable being there, comfortable going. I get in what I get in. I don't worry about the rest. I'm like, yep, got to go. And so it's going to be interesting. Um, I know we have another challenge coming up and that somehow motivates me to do something different, which it does, Uh, but it's, I don't know we've got to get out of that cycle, but right. for now it's coming. And so I know I will, I'll put a different gear on, you know, find a different notch of right. training. Well, you're,
0: you're going to do Tyson's program with me.
1: Is that right? Yep. Ooh. Ooh. Yeah.
0: I Is got, that, I got, um, publicly, uh, challenged. So That's I just, true. uh, you just challenged him I'm as well. dragging you down with me. <laughs> Is that it?
2: Well, after eight weeks, we've got to fight at the end of it. So, uh, that's part of the challenge too. Ooh, okay. yeah, I'm kidding. We'll all get some that. sumo suits. <laughs> yeah.
0: yeah. Um, what is uh? So comfort and I mean obviously there's comfort food and that's its own category. But what in in somebody's nutrition? What does it look like when they're staying in their comfort zone with that? To me, it and I just asked you all the question. I'm going to answer it. To me, it, it's like somebody who's just they're they're too scared to not f- get pleasure from a food. Mm. And this and that's probably a weird way to put that, but. There, I know so many people that if if it does not taste delicious, if it does not ooh and awe me, mm-hmm. I'm not putting it in my mouth, mm-hmm. and that happens so many times. Like people are afraid to eat healthy food because it's disgusting, yeah. you know, it's, and that's it it's, an happens, man. I know
2: it's just it's the worst excuse too. But it's like I said at the very beginning, though, you know, you got this way from making poor decisions over and over again. When you start looking at, at food as a comfort thing, like. I need you know, I, I wanna eat because I, I'm having a bad day or whatever else. And instead not not looking at it as what it is, it's just fuel for what for your day. Right. It's fuel for for what you're doing mm-hmm. for the body.
1: Yeah. You know. So that's the that's a good way to get to the next thought is the new diet, the new exercise plan, the new program, the new right. whatever is not the answer. Right. So the I think the answer would be somewhere in the middle of that. There's gotta be balance to it. Because you yeah. can go the other way. The other side of that is just because it doesn't, you know, ooh and ah me whenever I put it in my mouth, I'm not going to eat it. The other side of that is I'm going to stay away from all that stuff because it probably tastes too good, and so I shouldn't be eating it. Right, yeah. You know, there's a so pendulum. There's some balance to it somewhere, <laughs> and once you can find that balance, then I think you're on your way to a healthier you. Right, and, um, for sure. Then you can enjoy food. You can Use it as fuel, but also enjoy it, and find sure. a, a way to do both. Well, that's yeah. why
2: I learned. I learned to cook. I yeah. love, I, and I mm-hmm. I learned to like cooking too. Right. Um, and it all really became to figuring out my macros and and uh, being able to fuel my body for the workouts that I had in front of right. me. But. Um, I don't know, man. I get tired of these fad diets. Yeah, I get, I get tired of these these new supplements that claim they can do all this crazy. Because we we try to we try to complicate fitness. We try to complicate nutrition. We try to compli- and I, and that's because if it's complicated and you don't understand it, and I do, you can pay me money to show you how to do it. It's really <laughs> not that big a deal. It literally is just macronutrients, which are just make up your calories, figure out how many calories you need to maintain your weight, and go ten percent below it.
0: That's it. Yeah. That's it. Every, it really yeah, is. Every diet in the history of man that has succeeded has succeeded because they were in a caloric deficit. Yes, different diets work with different behaviors. Um, not blood types. Get that crap out of here. The blood type diet is the biggest scam in the world um, while while we're making people angry about everything. Uh, have you all heard of the blood type diet? Uh, it's yeah. so stupid. I, I heard. Yeah, you heard. Um, but, yeah, the the newest thing... the The newest, uh, the shaker weight isn't the the newest tonal or the newest mirror, the newest home piece of exercise equipment is not the answer to finally fixing your
2: motivation or whatever. I don't know, man. Well, and that's the the fitness, the other side. So nutrition is calories, right? With fitness, it's literally pick something up heavy in a good form and put it back down. Consistently. Consistently. Yeah. And then for cardiovascular, get your heart rate up, whether it's swimming, running, walking fast, whatever, just get your heart rate up. It's not complicated, <laughs> but yet we have to throw all these little special terms and all right. this stuff. I mean, hell, we have a podcast about it right now, right, but it's not that it's really not that hard. We make it that hard, yeah
1: do you think that we could translate that to the church? ooh, I don't know. that's out of my wheelhouse. come on, <laughs> just try me I mean so, really, indulge me because yeah, I can see that you're you're talking about simplifying things, sure, okay, so you simplify the aspect of the church. And it's about your relationship with Christ. Mm-hmm. We we got to nail that down. That's you know first thing. Yeah. And then after that, it's basically picking up something heavy and putting it down. Yeah. Picking up something heavy and putting it down, and figuring out how to do that with. And I would call the form filtering that through your relationship with Christ. Right. And so if you can do those things, then it's not that difficult. Right. So,
2: yeah, man. I, one how about we simplify it even further than that? What did, what did Christ say? Basically, be a good person, right? And I know maybe that's simplifying it too far, but everybody inherently knows what that means to just to do good by other people, right?
1: Okay. I will I will agree with the fact that being a good person, um, I don't know. <laughs> to me, when you say that, I want to say define good because sure. good begs for a definition. Yeah. Because... Really, what Scripture says is none of us are good mm. from the get-go. Right. And so when we start talking about being good, then we have to define good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And when we say good, it, we really, what we really mean in a scriptural term is are we righteous? Are we made right in the sight of God? Mm-hmm. And the only way that comes is through the blood of Christ. And so him dying on the cross for our sins and us believing that he died on the cross for our sins is what makes us right in his eyes right not our behavior right and so behavior is a secondary issue with christianity and so it's kind of a Mm -hmm. yes we simplified it then i complicated it sure that's That's what i was about to say that (laughs) that's that's what theologians do um and my and whenever i was getting my degree my master of theology degree that's what they said you're going to run into you're going to People are going to make this way simple, and you're going to muddy it up for them, <laughs> and then try to strip out all the good things and simplify it again. And so right. that's basically what we just did. So oh, I like that answer. I don't know. It's a uh, to me, it's always about um, when fitness. We can make fitness about behavior. Mm-hmm. We can make Christianity about behavior to a point. Mm-hmm. Okay, Be- but the behavior of a of a person that believes in God should be different than a person that does not and that's where the muddiness comes is because people claim to do that and don't have any different behavior does that make sense am I wrong in that well
2: I'll, I'll tell you I've known plenty of people who don't believe in God that are great people
1: I, absolutely absolutely but that doesn't mean that they're gonna go to heaven I mean mm-hmm. t- scripturally they are they're not they're still not good mm-hmm. if you want to go that route with what you, what you would define as good right and so yeah it's one of those things that you have to wrestle with, mm-hmm. and maybe that's for another day, but it was so, just a a way to—it's So, it's another truth that is hard to hear. Right. Certainly.
0: When yeah. you asked that question about how can we uh, relate that to the church, where my mind went was uh, your relationship with God is not where it wants to be because of you, not because of your church, or because of your pastor, ah. or because of— uh, this church doesn't have uh, a really cool coffee bar when you walk in. It doesn't have this, this new, uh, this new fancy, uh, young worship pastor who's, you know, slaying the guitar or whatever. I don't know. That's where my mind went is, is, uh, your relationship with God is on you. It's not on anybody else. Yeah. Yeah.
1: It is. There is a personal aspect to it. Yeah. Well, that's just accountability,
2: right? Right. I mean, that's accountability all the way go. And it goes right back to nutrition and The same thing, as I said before, I hate to go back to it. No, it's fine. But it literally is just the decisions you make, these small
1: decisions you make every day, Mm -hmm. can determine where you are today. It's the same stuff. It's discipline. Mm -hmm. It's small things. It's accountability. It's all of those things wrapped into. But that's the interesting part: is most people know what to do, right? But for some
2: reason, we fail to do it constantly.
1: Yeah. Yep. It's very true. um, but it's it's not just true about our fitness sure. you know journey it's true about everything yeah, um, I know that I'm not supposed to go over the speed limit yet. I do it you yeah, know yeah, exactly, and then I get mad when I get in trouble for sure. it <laughs> um when I'm held accountable for it right um, and so it's all those kind of things mm-hmm. that people have to deal with and wrestle with um so how do we get to this whole idea of new in the new year and you know, if you don't, something that you don't want to hear, then here's another one. The uh, exercise you hate most is the one you need to be doing the most of. Yep. Um, I say that all the time. <coughs> that makes me sad because yeah. right now the headspace that I'm in, when I don't like it, I'm like, I'll do a set or two. And then I'm like, nah, eh, I'm out. Dude, that
0: has <laughs> so been me this last like two weeks. Isn't it? I have got end of year-itis, whatever <laughs> that is. Oh man, I got heavy deadlifts on my program today. It's so... Yeah, I think I'm just gonna do some dumbbell RDLs and then call it good. Uh-huh. It's the most taxing one on the nervous system.
2: <laughs> heavy squats, <clears throat> heavy deadlifts. It's like man, maybe just one set. Yeah, when maybe. you're not
0: feeling it, it's easy to talk yourself out of it. Oh yeah.
2: Yeah. Oh yeah, you don't, you lie to yourself too. Uh-huh. Like, man, I, I think know I got that. a little twinge there. I better not I better push not. it too hard. I think I was getting I think I'm getting sick. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. <laughs> it might make this worse.
0: Yeah. And then also when somebody asks, "Hey, what exercises should I be doing?" and my answer always is the ones you're not. Which ones do you hate? Let's go through that list. Well, I told y'all my secret
2: for liking squat. I Uh used to be anti-squat. Yeah. Yeah. Now it's one of my favorite lifts. I'm I'm
1: loving them
0: now. I'm I'm, I'm having a lot of fun with squats.
1: I'm gonna try. I'm gonna get my squat form a little bit better this year. How about Mm -hmm. that? Start with the hip mobility. Hip mobility is what I need to start with. Just. Overall mobility would be oh, good for me. mobility, yeah. Joint mobility for me. Yeah. Uh, that's why I can't fight you, Tyson, because you would tap me out in about three seconds <laughs> with my inflexible. Yeah. Um, that's that's one of the reasons <laughs> that he would. <laughs> that's probably the top one. You know? You know, it's funny. I was
2: demonstrating um, a couple of weeks ago the uh, Kamora key lock, which is basically it's just a shoulder lock where you put your the hand. The hand goes internally rotated. And then behind the back and then up even further yeah to put pressure onto that rotator cuff uh-huh and uh, i was demonstrating on somebody and as soon as i got their hand i wasn't even like hyper but as soon as their hand would hit the mat they're like tapping out yeah I was like oh right. you're really tight here yeah you know yeah. and then you you can start breaking them down too like what's your workout like i bet you know lots of heavy bench right lots of stuff that's in front of oh, not, okay. not so yeah. much <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> they come in and they're all drawn up like uh-huh mm-hmm. Yeah, t- terrible posture. And uh-huh. everything. Yeah, I was like, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: It's funny because you can always tell about people that overwork a certain area of their body. You know, they mm-hmm. don't have good balance. Um, right. It's easy with leg day. People that skip leg day because oh, you yeah. know they have the bird legs, but sure. it it's the, like a triangle. <laughs> the people that have you know their. Shoulders are rolled forward, uh, right. and everything's pulled in because they've been doing chest, yep. you know, presses yep. and no bench, rows. Yeah, nothing for the back. Yeah, uh, it's tough. There's but. a guy that coaches a, a concept that for
0: every rep that you pull push, you need to do triple that with a pull. So mm. if you if you do three sets of ten bench press, you do six sets of ten on a rows. Wow, that's a. Uh, I kind of like it. I've never followed through with it or underdone done mm. it, but I think it would be a good good plan.
2: You never see anybody overdeveloped in their back so much.
0: Yeah. It's know. it's hard to develop dysfunction with an overactive back. Sure, sure. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So Interesting. Um, another reason, actually, I was going to say this earlier. Um, it's not written on our list, but another reason that you're not progressing in the gym is just because you're not pushing yourself hard enough in the gym. Uh, this is something that I see a lot. Um, like uh, for for some of my clients that I have, I'm not training them one-on-one but I'm building programs for them and no I'm not talking about you specifically Adam but a lot of times I'll get some of their feedback and they're like I just don't think the workout was hard enough mm. and then what I'll tell them was like okay um, how much weight did he use on on this and they're like oh, that was a 20 pound dumbbell I was like and then I'll, I'll be like I had 50 pounds prescribed why did you only use 20 you know it's they're not going to the intensity that they can um, for, for their prescription and so that's a that's a big one that I see a lot
2: yeah, like why are you paying me to for ask for my advice right. and then to not to follow to do half but, the
1: workout yeah, or something that like that? Make any right. Sense. Yeah, the uh, same reason that people come to church and listen to a sermon and don't do anything that says. <laughs> so true. <laughs> uh, Did I say that? Is that hard to hear? It is hard to hear. Um, and maybe it's a uh, more look at, uh, a reflective look in the mirror. <laughs> I get prepared for all of that stuff, and then I have to wrestle with, gosh, did I do all this stuff this week? Right. You know, right. and it's not about necessarily behavior modification; it's about um, relationship growing. Right. Yeah. And so, and when and when I say that, I'm thinking about we we often put our spiritual lives into the realm of behavior modification mm. when it really is a the behavior is a um, byproduct of our relationship the closeness of the relationship that you have with somebody Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. um and so when you think about how close your relationship is with god your behavior changes you know and if you if you don't when you when you feel like gosh i'm just far away from that person or far away from god then my behavior reflects that right kind of a deal Right, and so and it's the same thing with working out and accountability and all the things that we're talking about here with our fitness. It's if I know that you guys are going to be all over me, if I don't, you know, finish that rep, (laughs) I'm going to, my behavior is going to be modified to make sure that I do. For sure. Uh, But if you're not, then I'm more prone to be left to my own ways and my own wants and be less likely to change my behavior.
2: I I I heard something the other day, uh, David Goggins, I was listening to mm. a podcast with him and um, something he said that really resonated with me. He was talking about working with other people and he said, I can't want it more than you do.
0: Yeah, that's good.
2: And that's so true. Like, mm-hmm. you know, and, I, and I've been using that saying with my, with my athletes, and my fighters, like I understand you want the event, you want the, the glory of I'm a fighter, I'm a tough guy. You want other people to, to see you as this way. But if you're not showing up to practice every day yeah. and you're not putting in the work, You know, I can't, as your trainer, I can't want this more than you do. Right. And then, and then I can't want you to win more than you want to. Right. Because if you do, it's just not going
0: to work. You're going to fail. Yeah. Well, I mean, as, as a trainer, I, I gave up holding that burden for a long time. Mm -hmm. Like I'm going to show up and I'm going to give you my all in my programming and in my training. But at the end of the day, and if you're
1: not showing up or if you're showing up halfway, that's on you. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And I I go back to my thoughts, my my time as an athletic trainer, and I hear people all the time. I just want to be well, Mm -hmm. and I'm like, okay, stop coming to (laughs) treat, like stop not coming to treatment. Yeah, yeah. You know, if you're only coming to treatment once a week, you're not going to get well. Oh, certainly. Right. And um, we've got all these tools that we can use to help you, but you're just. Gonna let your but you know you oh, just want to do it
2: yourself. To your point, yeah. With patients, it's like I send you, I see you twice a week, and I send you home with a home exercise program, and I give you a prescription to do it twice a week on top of the therapy you're seeing me. Yep. And you don't do it, and then you come to me, and you're, and you're basically wanting to fire me, like ah, I didn't get the results I wanted. Mm-hmm. Well, you only put in half the work. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't fix you in two hours a week. Right.
0: Yeah. As we, uh, as we get in the new year, you're gonna if you're especially on Instagram or social media. You're going to be seeing a lot of advertisements for the for um, a bunch of programs like Beachbody and Insanity and blah, 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 blah. And um, the, the point I wanted to make is just because it worked for your friend or this person that you follow um, does not mean that it's going to work for you. And uh, same thing, if it works for you does not mean it's going to work for another person. And so that's why I'm a huge um, advocate for individualized programming not just because i profit from that monetarily but because i truly believe that it is the best approach to fitness and so um keep an eye out for that and really like we always talk about run it through that filter of you know does this person truly have my best interest in mind or are they truly just trying to get me to subscribe to this program or whatever you know
1: yeah um it didn't work for me because i have a different blood type than you Oh, yeah, that's why.
2: That's why. <laughs> well, you know, not to sit here and try to monetize and, and sell, but that's what I do like about your program that you do through the Patreon is it's individualized. Right. You'll, you'll have a full talk with somebody right. and figure out what their macros need to be, what their program needs to be like, right. and then you walk them through it. Yeah. It's more individual than just buying a six-week program of Insanity or whatever yeah. it is, yeah. what have you.
1: Yep. How, um, how cool would that be for everybody this year to uh, individualize their fitness yeah. plan? Yeah. instead of just mainstreaming it. And
0: you know where they don't need to get those indiv- individualizations from are people that have no certifications or education or experience that are call themselves health coaches solely because they sell a program. Where'd you get your program, bro? Oh, the guy at GNC. The guy at GNC? No, I'm thinking... He's think, jacked. So, he knows what yeah. he's talking about. This is going to step on toes, but I'm thinking of like the AdvoCare coaches oh, and yeah. the... Uh, Pyramid uh, scheme. The pyramid scheme coaches. I'll just, just call, call it what call it, it is what while it we're is, there. Man. And it'll piss people off, whatever. My mom did it for a long time. Mom, I love you. You changed lives. I love that. But I hate when people call themselves health coaches because I, I have a bachelor's and all sorts of certifications. And in order for me to go get my health coach certification, the real one that's accepted in the real world, I need 1,500 hours of observations mm-hmm. in order to even apply for... The certification test yeah, yeah like it is a real thing that not somebody that just sells supplements that goes that takes themselves through a program succeeds yeah it's awesome you got results that does not mean you can call yourself a health coach mm-hmm. that's one of my pet peeves in this whole industry as you can tell <laughs> are you done i'm done <laughs> i guess yeah well,
2: what's worse is whenever they come to the place that you work and trying to pedal that stuff to your yes, clients uh, for sure. And you're, and now you're making, it's like, don't make me be the bad guy. Yeah. Now, I, now I have to, now i have to step on your toes.
0: Right. You know, Oh, I've lost clients here in town from, uh, what's that one that's going uh, crazy in, in this town right now? I don't know.
1: Uh, gosh, I forgot.
0: I know what you're what talking it about. called? Uh, Octavia or Octavia or something like that. I couldn't tell you. I've i lost so many clients to that, that's... And, and then they come back. Wait, they come back, <clears throat> and they have no muscle left. Mm-hmm. Yeah, they haven't lifted. They, haven't they are weak. They have. They. They. Uh, they've lost tons of weight. Yeah, great. But their hair's falling out. Yeah. They're. They're lethargic. They have no libido. Mm-hmm. I mean, that that happens
2: over and over again. Yeah, yeah. That kind of goes back to the
1: magic pill stuff. You uh-huh. know, it just. <sighs> yeah. So. Why Scams. is it okay for people to do that in this industry but it would never be okay in any other industry? Like, I couldn't just go and say because I know how to use a calculator, I'm a CPA. Right. Or yeah. right. you know, because I can watch YouTube and do the exercises right. that you prescribe, mm-hmm. I'm a therapist. Right. Nobody does that. No. But when it comes to the fitness industry, mm-hmm. um yeah, I'm a <laughs> I'm a health coach or right. I'm a trainer yeah. or um, dare I say, even in the church world, just because I can stand up and, and say some things, Ooh, yes. I'm a pastor. Yeah. Um Oh I, no,
2: no, more than that. Saviors, look at this oh, cold yeah, yeah, and stuff that yeah, pop up every now and again, man.
1: That's pretty tough. Um yeah. that's a tough one to swallow. <laughs> but yeah. people are, are looking for something all the time and they're they've got people that are willing to buy into it, mm-hmm. then you can call yourself whatever mm-hmm. you want. Um I yeah. I totally agree
0: with that because the modern church today Everybody on staff is pastor. You're a pastor. You're you're, you're Pastor Joe, you're Pastor Tyson, you're uh, Pastor Adam. If you're on staff, you're a pastor. Yeah. I feel like that title should be um used a little bit more sparingly. And probably I don't know so. I don't know the biblical uh foundation of that statement, but that's probably
1: a good thing we need to look at. But I, I will say this. Um being a pastor should not be predicated on your education because there were very Um, Some people in the scripture are very smart and educated, and some were not. Right. And made huge impacts for the kingdom. Yeah. When in the modern day church in 2023, which we're coming into. Strange today, but yeah. Wow. 2023, yeah, the word pastor is probably overused. Right. Um, And there are some... Biblical mandates to follow when you're looking at New Testament word for pastor. It's not used very often in church. It's really the word for shepherd or, Mm -hmm. um, and then there's under shepherds and kind of that dichotomy, but we'll, we'll, maybe we'll get into that another day. But, um, that saying, you know, uh, just because you're educated does not mean you're intelligent. Uh, this is very true. It does go, it does go vice versa. It goes vice versa too. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. That's very true. And so, yeah, uh, we're not trying to take a stab at anybody, personally, but it's one of those things that you do have to—I'll go back to your statement with the church, okay? You said you have to have 1,500 hours of—what did you call it? Observation. Observation, okay? We are safer when we do theology in community, and so that's why fellowship of a local body of church members is critical, Right. because you can get out in a field somewhere and just have a—you know, think you have some (laughs) weird epiphany or (laughs) moment— And not filter it through anybody else yeah. and not have anybody, any other hours of people looking into that and going, yeah, that's fine. Um, do that or that's going to be beneficial or that's going to work. And come back and then call yourself something <laughs> that right. you're not right. and you're in, you know, you're in deep water at that point. Right. Yeah. So- yeah go out into a
2: field, find a mushroom or something. And the next thing you know, yeah. you think you're a messiah. Yeah. And you can right. convince others that yeah. you're also that. Yeah. It gets real muddy fast. Okay? Yeah. Or
0: find a salamander. Ooh. Do you know that story? Uh, no, that's Joseph Smith. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> fired. Okay. fired. I know. Yeah. Where's the sound effect? While we're doing it. Oh yeah. <laughs> Too late. Boom, baby. <laughs> Too late. I gotta Too be late. on top of that.
1: Yeah. Man. Well, things that are hard to hear are often um, never said. And hmm. so here's the thing: uh, don't be afraid to one seek out somebody that will be honest with you in the new year. Two. Don't be afraid to hear them out. Right. And then, three, put your big boy pants on and hear it out mm-hmm. and take the kernel of truth out of it. It may be, right. maybe their presentation wasn't great. Maybe it wasn't done out of love, but maybe there was some truth to be had out of it. Just hear it and let it soak right. in. And filter it out, and you know, and see what you what comes of it. Because there's sure. probably some truth in it somewhere. That,
0: that's such a good message for for everyone is, is learning that filter. If you get a piece of information from somebody online, filter it. If you if you if you get a vision from the Holy Spirit, filter it through through people, or you know whatever that looks like. That's a that's that's a, such a good message. Yeah, learn how to filter. There you go. And if you want change this year, nobody's gonna give it to you. You're not you you don't deserve it. You you have to earn it. That's it. And that's the biggest thing I've learned. If I want, I want to look a certain way. I want to, I want to be able to lift as much weight. Blah blah blah. Ain't nothing gonna happen to me unless I earn it, mm-hmm. and I put in the work to make it happen.
1: Yeah. There you go. There you go. So. All right, progressive overload, people. We
0: hope you come back next week, even if we pissed you off a little bit.
1: Yeah, come back, and we'll filter out some more information for yeah, you. that's right. <laughs> and um, we're grateful for all of your support. Don't forget to check us out on all of the social media platforms and Patreon. And uh, we are looking forward to seeing you soon. And But for today, it's hard to hear this, but we're out of time. So <laughs> <laughs> have a wonderful day, everybody, and we'll see you next time. See ya. Bye
0: thanks for listening to the progressive overload podcast we're honored to be a small part of your day if you have any questions comments concerns or are interested in sponsoring our efforts please feel free to reach out via email find us at progressiveoverloadpod at gmail.com don't forget to subscribe and follow our podcast so you'll be notified when our next episode drops
1: and as always you can help us reach the masses by sharing our podcast with your friends and family And then check us out on Facebook and Instagram to follow our own personal journeys and get an inside look on our day-to-day lives. Thanks again, and we'll see you soon.